0: expansion replacement of execs and a whole lot of hollywood fills today's chronicles because in this edition we discuss a development in the nfl that prevented the selection of a new commissioner a defensive star changes colleges after two coaching ledgers recruited him and another american cfl franchise has his maiden voyage these stories and more coming up in just a moment this is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the universities of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. This is your host, Darren Hayes, and we are podcasting from America's North Shore, bringing you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So in taking the snap from the com and handing off the pigskindispatch.com, let's go no huddle through today's football history headlines. Hello my football friends, this is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com and welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to positive football history. And we love to do it verbally, by word of mouth, each and every day on this daily podcast to just give you that great football nostalgic history that you're so longing to hear. Especially in this, this long summer offseason when there's not a lot whole going on here. We do have the CFL that's going to be starting in less than a month. Can you believe that? It's getting that much closer to our fall football season season, and you know, the CFL starts to fall off just a little bit earlier in August, and we can't wait for that to happen. Well, in the meantime, let's go into our football history headlines that we bring you each and every day of the year, and this is a July 6 1989, and it's our newspapers.com football history headline of the day, and it comes from the Philadelphia Daily News on July 7th, 1989, with their headline of Gang of Eleven Ensures It Will Be Heard. Hmm, that's an in- interesting little headline there. Well, this story is how the NFL owners met in Chicago for the first vote for successor for the soon-to-be-retiring Commissioner Pete Rozelle. Saints President and General Manager Jim Finks was the only candidate presented, but his selection as commish falls just short of the votes needed for election. The main reason why this occurred was a, a block of 11 owners headed by Dallas's Jerry Jones, Philly's North Brahman, Victor Kayam of New England, Seattle's Ken Baring, and Pat Bolin of Denver all abstained from voting, luring a few others with them, which prevented the necessary number of votes to pass the anointing of a new NFL commissioner on that day. The league went into what was described as chaos after the vote. Brahman spoke to the media after the session on behalf of the group of 11 and said, The issue tonight was information. There was a feeling on the part of the 11 owners that we wanted more information. This was not an anti-Finks vote. It really wasn't and we expressed it that way. That's why we abstained. The uncertainty of who the next head of the league would be not be settled until October 26, 1989 when Paul Tagliabue was announced. More from this saga in the coming months and weeks uh, in our football history headlines. Meanwhile, if you want to be able to read through some old articles like the Philadelphia Daily News like we did today, you need to check out newspapers.com. At newspapers.com, you can get access to over 640 million pages worth of news from the U.S., Canada, England, Scotland, and Ireland, and more, dating all the way back to 1798 to yesterday. Get a free one-week subscription to newspapers.com by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash newspapers. And with a paid subscription, you'll be also helping to support the production of this and other Sports History Network shows. That's SportsHistoryNetwork.com forward slash newspapers. Get the free week on us right now. July 6, 1994, the Canadian Football League's expansion team in Shreveport, Louisiana, the Pirates lose their first game against the Ottawa Rough Riders. The franchise ended up folding in 1995, so just one season as part of that uh, Canadian expansion, the CFL expansion, into the United States. And they had some uh, some success, but like we talked about uh, yesterday, there were a handful of teams that they brought in. And they, none of them really survived except for Baltimore, which uh, moved to Montreal and uh, once again became the Alouette's after a few years also july 6 1994 the film debut of forrest gump took place one of my favorite movies who could ever forget the famous scenes of actor tom hanks as forrest gump playing football for the legendary bear bryant at alabama you know had that famous run forrest run in the stop forrest stop you know uh, the great one of the great lines that they had the the uh, actor that was playing bear bryant uh You know, just uh, some great things that uh, he said they are really befitting of the movie uh, and the time and the era of which that took place. But just a great movie and well written, well acted upon and well done. One of my favorite movies of all time, Forrest Gump. Now, we do have a single Hall of Fame player born on this day. July 6, 1946, Hawthorne, California. Fred Dreyer who was a defensive lineman in 1967 and 1968 for the San Diego State was born. The footballfoundation.org website says that Dryer had great speed and the athletic prowess to hunt through blockers, even by hurdling and cutting inside opponents that earned him a spot on a little All-American team in 1968. He played in the East-West Shrine game, the Hula Bowl, and a 1969 college All-Star game. In 1967 San Diego State went 10-1 and beat San Francisco State in the Camellia Bowl. In 1968, the record was nine zero and one and San Diego State's head coach was Don Coriel. Remember him? Went to San Diego Chargers with Air Coriel. Uh, but the man that recruited Dreyer away from El Camino Junior College to San Diego State was a defensive coordinator not well known at the time named John Madden. Sound familiar? Well, two great coaches there, Don Coryell and John Madden, recruited him. And Fred, after college, played for the New York Football Giants and the Los Angeles Rams, a total of 13 seasons in the NFL. And after his football career, he became an actor, most notably on his own television series, Hunter. Dreyer was elected into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1997. Now, we do have some other players that are in the category of not yet in the Hall of Fame. And they have birthdays today. Substantial players, July 6, 1956. Matt Barr, the NFL kicker that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland Browns, San Francisco 49ers, New York Giants, New England Patriots, and Philadelphia Eagles during his long and very tenured career. Barr kicked for Penn State and Joe Paterno uh, in his college days. July 6, 1982. Brandon Jacobs this bruising power running back that played for the New York football giants and later with the San Francisco 49ers he wore the uniform of Southern Illinois University on college game days in his college career and for more stats on football people that played in the pro ranks born on July 6th check out Pro Football Reference and if we missed anything that an event on his day or a birthday of a Hall of Famer or a famous football players, please let us know via email at Dispatch at gmail.com and we will get right on that and make sure we enter that into our football history headlines and next year's podcast Uh, as we do said we do this every single day of the year and we want to get things right and you know our blog posts uh, stay up throughout so we want to be as accurate as we can to be your true portal of positive football history uh, you can find us on the SportsHistoryNetwork.com, along with uh, many other great sports history podcasters, and with some excellent guests and topics on all kinds of sports history. And if you just want to focus on football, well, you can find us at PigskinDispatch.com, where we have all of our podcasts, all of our blog posts, uh, just about anything to do with the realm of football. We're adding each uh, day more and more great history knowledge of the game of the gridiron and uh, we hope you join us here and we really thank you for joining us today we can't do this without you Uh, you are the reason we're doing this because we want to preserve football history and with you in mind, and we love our listeners, and we love to communicate with them, so make sure you email us, dispatch at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Pigskin Dispatch. Facebook, we have the Pigskin Dispatch page. Please give us a like there. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. Uh, uh, Darren Hayes is the name. Uh, you'll find that, that Pigskin Dispatch page through my link, and we also post every day on the subreddit of reddit of our sports history as pigs and dispatch on our uh, on this gridiron day series so make sure you follow us there follow us on sportshistorynetwork.com and until tomorrow everybody have a great gridiron day Peeking up at the clock the time's running down we're going to go into victory formation take a knee, and let this baby run out thanks for joining us we'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast special thanks to the talents of mike and gene monroe as well as jason neff for letting us use their music during our
1: podcast this podcast is part of the sports history network your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport you can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com hey there sports history fan this is arnie chapman aka the football history dude and i wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the sports history network